Warning, Marriage on the Rocks provides unfiltered, unconventional, and sometimes unwelcomed relationship advice. Seth and Crystal are certified relationship coaches who have adopted specific methods that work very well for them. Your results may vary. We are celebrating St. Patty's, so we're kicking off this week's episode with a good old-fashioned pickleback. Pickleback. Cheers. Mm, why did you do that? I didn't do it on purpose. <laughs> that was good. Mm-hmm. I love those. Oh, those are so good. I know. Yeah. If you have not done picklebacks, you're missing out. Mm-hmm. Even if you hate whiskey. I know. Oh, yeah. It's the, I it, mean, it, the pickle do juice. Do you think that people that don't like pickles, though, would be like, <clears throat> they, they wouldn't be able to. Oh, no. If you don't like pickles, don't mm-hmm. do it. Yeah. If you don't like whiskey, do it. Yes. If you don't like pickles but do like whiskey, do it. Yeah. 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 If Wait. you don't like pickles or whiskey, don't do it. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I think, I mean, even somebody that's like, oh, I hate whiskey. Because I, I hate taking shots of whiskey. Mm-hmm. I want to sip on it. I want to enjoy mm-hmm. it. Enjoy it, yeah. But that, the, there, there's zero... There's zero burn, bite. Yeah. Oh, it's good. Anything. Well, I don't know. I think that... I wonder if, like, the... The, um... It's the vinegar the, the pickle juice. Well, the kind... I, I think, but, like, do you think that the kind of pickle juice matters, too? Oh, yeah. You have to use dill. Because... Well, no, not only or that, but, it like... It has to be kosher. You know, it's cool. Kosher. It's kosher. <laughs> 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 but... Because we get the Clausen pickles, and those are my absolute favorite pickles. And I think that, like, oh, the they make it the even pickle. a little bit better. Don't yeah, you think? I don't know. Right. Maybe I'm wrong. But I think it's, yeah. Yeah. You're it's really right. good. And if you're watching, you can't help but notice our bright-ass, beautiful green drinks yes. that we're going to enjoy. Yeah. And uh, if you didn't check out our Marriage on the Shamrocks drink video for St. Patty's Day last Saturday, head on over and check it out. Because this is our drink. It's basically a... St. Patty's Day version of a... A whiskey sour. A, a Irish whiskey Irish sour. whiskey sour, yeah. yeah. And it's mm. good. Yes. So, mm. <laughs> it's funny because I didn't kick it off like how I normally do, which, yeah. you know... Oh, big shout out to all you people just spying on what we're talking about. We appreciate it. <laughs> um, but we are on episode 141 <clears throat> yep. of Marriage on the Rocks. And um, today we're going to be talking about sexual prudes. If you're with a sexual prude or if you are a sexual prude, um, just kind of, I don't know. I, we thought that it would be kind of a fun topic to discuss. And uh, Well, yeah, I think it's a common... A bit. Do I have it all in me already? Yeah, there you go. Yeah, you go, you're good. Um, I think it's a common question, concern, opinion, voice of reason that we get from guys about... Typically guys. Yeah. About uh-huh. my wife's not into this or my wife doesn't want to do that. And mm-hmm. a lot of them are, I think that we've, we've done episodes before where we, we've received very similar communication from people, whether it's the same sex or not, mm-hmm. but similar complaints. And we are like, okay, you know what? We've gotten enough of that. We can talk about it. Um, and I guess this is kind of that as yeah. well. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I mean. Yeah. I mean, I think that. I don't know if people, because people have reached out and, and said, yeah, you know, my partner isn't into this or whatever. And they haven't like flat out, flat out said, 
oh, my partner's a prude. Mm -hmm. But at the same time, like, we read them and we discuss them. And then there has been so many that we're we're like, well, those people are kind of prudish. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So, uh... So we're, we're here to talk some shit yep. about you guys. <laughs> but, about, you, about you little prude pilgrims. <laughs> prude pilgrims. Mm. Yeah, I know. Um, you know, it's funny, though, because, like, I've known, I have known plenty of people that are prudes. Mm-hmm. And uh, it's and what's even more funny is that some of them aren't prudes anymore. Yeah. And, um, and I guess it kind of surprised me a little bit. It has surprised me for, and I'm glad that they're mm-hmm. not, but I just wonder that, well, I know that being with the right partner really helps with everything, mm-hmm. including, you know, being able to express yourself sexually and, um, being not being embarrassed around your partner mm-hmm. and um, just feeling comfortable. Yeah. yeah. Well, I, I think a lot of it, when, when you're talking about couple-to-couple stuff like that, it's I really believe it's just really rooted in trust, mm-hmm. how much you trust your partner. That's true. Um, and I think that that, in turn, gets you to let your guard down, and I think that, in turn, gets you to open your mind, and I think that it's just kind of this positive domino effect Mm -hmm. of but i I believe it all kind of starts with i trust my partner yes i think so too yeah i think that's really good actually um is that it that's it yeah i mean we're done yeah i mean (laughs) uh but like there's so many different things that that we could think of about people being prudes and I mean, I remember being going to you going to work and stuff and and I was able to like once once you and I got together and we had mind blowing sex, it was it was like <laughs> I I wanted to discuss it with my friends. Mm-hmm. I wanted to tell them, like, oh my gosh, like this is the best thing ever. And I'm actually able to to orgasm multiple times, and I I've never experienced this in my life. If you're getting uncomfortable at this point, you're a prude. Oh yeah, that's a big sign. Well, that's what I'm saying. So okay. even discussing it with friends, it's like for me discussing you about them. I only I think you said that I mean backwards. Uh, them ab- or discussing you with them. You, discussing yeah. about you with them. Yeah, okay. Yeah, about you with them. Uh, I had some friends where I could talk to them about mm-hmm. it, and others, they would get kind of no, no, la, la, squeamish. La, 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 and, yeah, yeah, like, oh, no, I don't, just, no, don't. I don't mm-hmm. even want to try to picture that or anything. Right. I'm like, why not? No. Yeah. <laughs> we all know you're lying about that. <laughs> but, you know, you, the people that do get kind of, weird about it or uncomfortable we're talking about you mm-hmm. you guys are are the prudes that i i didn't i wouldn't want to talk to you anyway about it but i don't know because you get uncomfortable mm-hmm. and i think that uh i don't know 
just freaking open your mind right. and like I don't, I'm trying to think like what would well I don't I don't think there's any real fix it thing mm-hmm. I think that there are people have you know comfortability about certain topics but I, I think to your original point their comfortability may change or fluctuate depending on who they're with. Mm-hmm. I, in in that type of situation, if you're talking to someone about mind-blowing sex, <clears throat> people that are also having mind-blowing sex are typically very forthcoming with that mm-hmm. and want to talk about it and want to engage in the conversation. I don't I am I would be willing to say that people that there's nobody that's having mind-blowing sex that is uncomfortable talking about it. Right. Yeah, I know. And I think that the people that are that are not I mean, having mind blowing do sex. do you re- do you think it's po- and I, I don't think this is a loaded question, um, but I do you think it's possible for someone to be a prude, but not in the bedroom, like like they're know. not comfortable talking about it with anybody else, and I and I, I think then the reason I'm asking this is because I think there's people that would say, no, I do have mind blowing sex. It's just not anybody's business. Uh huh. And I think they truly think that. Uh-huh. Yeah, I know. But I don't think they really are. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. I think that that's true. I think that I I don't think, I mean, because once you do, <laughs> once you do, you, you can think that you have good sex. Oh, yeah, that was good sex or whatever. But then, but good sex and mind-blowing sex is, are two completely different things. Yeah. And... Good, good sex, or I it's think like, it's, oh, it's good, and, and I think this is you don't have to talk about it though. That measurable piece of good versus mind blowing, I think, can only be dictated by the woman. Yeah, there's guys out there that oh yeah, any sex is mind blowing. Dude, dudes are dudes just don't even. Yeah. So I don't I don't think most guys can say, oh yeah, it was mind blowing. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know. Yeah. I, I think that they could probably have better sexual encounters than previous ones. Mm-hmm. But I think you really have to gauge if sex was good or not from really a woman's perspective that she would probably share with other women, not with guys. Mm-hmm. And so you would either have to be eavesdropping <laughs> mm-hmm. or pick up on that. Um, because I, 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 guys, are you just can't trust a guy to... You know. No, I know because I mean, guys, look, look at, guys just want to like show off. Yeah, well, yeah, they embellish, they show mm-hmm. off, and and they typically just don't have a good gauge for shit. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it, it, you know, specifically if a guy's like, you know, I only drink Coors Light and Miller Light. Oh, if they gosh. ever talk about great sex, you know, they're full of shit because they think that <laughs> piss water is good beer. <laughs> so they obviously have no taste. Right. Yeah. So. They, you're skewed, uh-huh. so I don't believe you. Your your idea of mind blowing sex may be mind blowing to you, mm-hmm. but you also think Miller Lights taste good, so <laughs> you're kind of dumb. <laughs> <laughs> you know? Oh my gosh! Yeah, I know. So yeah, so good. I just I just think that I, I think women's uh, this is gonna sound weird, but I think most women's sexual palate is way more refined than. Than a guy's. Women know what it's like to have bad sex. 
Yeah. You know, like a guy's story of, oh, I had awful sex with this girl was, I was so drunk, I had whiskey dick and couldn't get it up. Yeah. That's their version of it was bad sex. Uh-huh. Or, you know, she shit on me or something. I don't know. It's some <laughs> some kind of weird story. But, you know, a girl's version of bad sex is, I didn't I didn't come, I didn't orgasm. Uh-huh. You know, it was over and done with like that. It was, yeah. it was painful. <clears throat> it was unenjoyable i was dry it was you know whatever Mm -hmm. he took way too long you know or whatever so there's different on a woman's scale of of you know decent to you know i guess below average average above average and mind-blowing sex Mm -hmm. is i think more dialed in than a man's Mm -hmm. man's is either bad or good yeah and that's it Uh so i think that when you you have to listen to what the woman's gauge is mm-hmm. of mind-blowing sex but back back to my point i don't i don't think that there's there's a, a female out there that is you know is like that her sexual experience with her partner includes you know porn and butt plugs and teasing and bondage and and you know whatever type of 50 shades of gray that's going on and she's this total freak in the sheets and is too embarrassed to talk to anybody about that. I don't think that that, you know, speaking of mythical leprechaun creatures, I don't think that leprechaun exists. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I know. Well, <clears throat> I know. Because I've seen, I've seen people, or I don't know. I don't even know if I've seen people. I just have seen, you've seen people or things say that, that there are women that are a freak in the sheets, but like not mm-hmm. closet closet freaks yeah. or whatever closet, uh, yeah, closet freaks, and they just uh, they get freaky when whenever you're alone. But I don't. I honestly don't think that. I just wonder if that's true. And 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 I wonder how how relative the term is mm-hmm. like wh- i mean if if you were with someone if you were a guy and you were with a girl that was you know it's a lights off every time i don't want you to see me naked i don't want to see it i don't want to you know what they they have that that very extreme prudish behavior of we're going to have sex um but i want i want music really loud cuz i don't like the sound of it i don't you know, I know. They, they go to that extreme of I know, not even just like, because I, I was thinking like the sound of moaning and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. But you're right. The sound of it, mm-hmm. just in general, I'm sure, yeah, that they're like, that it grosses them yeah, out. Yeah, that they're, uh-huh. they're uncomfortable with it, that they're, you know, they're, they're afraid of like, ooh, when, when you're going to come run to the bathroom and do that in the toilet. Oh, You know, God. or some, something weird <laughs> no. like that. That's oh. like, you know, and so if you're with that and then all of a sudden you're with a girl that... You know, she licked your balls. You'd be like, oh my gosh, I'm with the biggest freak ever. And it's like, no, you're not. She just licked your balls. Yeah. <laughs> that ain't a freak. Was she all up in that asshole? <laughs> right? I know. You know, and so I, I think that the the gauge, I think for, for guys and, and probably girls too, it's it's relative mm-hmm. of what what is freaky. Because I think everybody's... Their limit, and we, we kind of talked about it with uh, on one of the other episodes. We talked about sex with, you know, your 
your your boundary of what you're comfortable with varies. Yeah. And so to a girl that's like, well, I'll, I'll watch a porn with you. She thinks, well, I'm, I'm a freak now. I watched a dirty movie with my boyfriend or my husband. Yeah. You know, and it's like, no, you're not. Uh-huh. But but that's a step. Yeah, compared to step. the yeah. other extreme, I guess you could say, I don't know if I'd say it's, it's you're freakish, but mm-hmm. you're not as prudish. Uh-huh. Yeah. You know? Uh-huh. I know. Yeah, I, I, <laughs> I wouldn't consider myself a, a freak, but right. I definitely love sex. Well, I'm not saying you're a freak. I just think that guys... No, I know. I think that people tend to... Even if you were going to ask somebody, what, what does a freak in the sheets mean? Mm-hmm. I think you would get multiple answers. If you ask five guys what it meant, That's you would get true. five different answers. Yeah. If you ask five girls, I think you'd get five different answers, depending uh-huh. on how prude they are. Uh-huh. Or and, and sometimes I think prude may be the wrong word, because if, if you're like, well, you know, I wanted to share my wife with four dudes and she didn't want to. She's such a prude. Oh, Well, gosh. no, that's not prude. That means she has half a fucking brain. <laughs> yeah. You know, has nothing to do with being a prude. Yeah. Um, you know, yeah. I, I saw something the other day from uh, one of those wife swapping things mm-hmm. that was all, you know, basically saying we're comfortable enough in our relationship to share one another. And if you're not, you're not in a strong marriage. Oh, my God. I wish I could have That could have been the best post of the week. week. Yeah. <laughs> but I was like, shut the fuck up. Yeah. But once again, from their eyes, people That's that aren't wife swapping are prudes. Yeah. I know. You know? Uh-huh. I know. I guess it is like a, it is a relative term, huh? mm-hmm. and even being a freak is is relative too. Yeah. But I mean, I would say that for the most part, like everything that that we are or have been dis- discussing, I mean, you're kind of a prude for. You know, with 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 certain things. Are you saying I'm kind of a prude? No, not you. What are you talking about? No, of course not you. I hang dong all the time. (laughs) You're hanging dong now. I don't think people realize that most time when we record. (laughs) (laughs) Right. I know. I know, but like, because, well, like I said, you know, like friends that get all, no, Mm -hmm. don't talk about that. Like, going to to porn shops. Right. You, prudes would not be able to... Yeah, have, if you've never been to an adult store, you're probably pretty prudish. Yeah. But and I guess, I mean, is that is that kind of what we, like, we want to talk about? Like, you know, if you've never done this or if you do this, that's signs that you're... A prude. That you're a prude. I guess so. Based right? on our... I know. Our gauge of what's prude and what's not. <laughs> That's true. Yeah. Yes. Based on ours. Because we know what the fuck we're talking about. So... <laughs> <laughs> um, but I think that... Yeah. I mean, like that, not, not being able to... Like getting... I'm, I'm, well, and, and like... Because I, I think about, like, Michael Scott when he goes to the porn shop and he's, like, all, like... He's not prude. Giddy, but he's not prude. Yeah. But someone that gets, like... Ooh. Yeah, if you're uncomfortable, if you're, if you're like, you don't want to see the stuff. Mm-hmm. If you're, like, just just get it and let's get out of here. Mm-hmm. You know, you're, you're a prude. And, mm-hmm. I, and so I think that there are... 
I think that there are certain really big identifiers based on, you know, really kind of, I guess, what we were talking about initially. If you're uncomfortable talking about sex, mm-hmm. and I don't mean, you know, on a megaphone or blasting out on social media the type of sex you just had. I mean, if you're uncomfortable having a conversation with anybody, mm-hmm. especially your partner, oh, yeah. about the sex you want, the sex you had, the sex you're having, the, the turn-ons that you experience, if you're uncomfortable having those conversations... That's that's a very prudish type of behavior, mm-hmm. and I think that that's kind of where where you build off of it from there. And I think for some prudish people, I mean, even like uh, talking about um, not necessarily just the sex itself, but the things that come with having sex, mm-hmm. like like come, like yeah. getting moist. Uh, know. You know, yeah, things I know because like so many people I, I don't like that, that the word moist. Yeah, I think that people that get uncomfortable having those conversations—that's, you know, are you completely prudish and you're just anti-sex? No, that's not what I'm saying. But I think that you're, you're, you're kind of in that that prudish window. Mm-hmm. You know, of, yeah. I'm I'm guessing if you if you can't handle words like cock and pussy and cum and things like that, you're not having mind-blowing sex. Yeah. I know, but that's another I, thing, though, is, like, the, it's one thing to be able to even handle those words, uh-huh. but another thing to, or, like, handle someone else saying it. Right. But, like, saying it yourself and saying it in the moment, in mm-hmm. the heat of the moment or passion, and and saying it to your partner, too. Don't, but wouldn't you, wouldn't you say that in the heat of the moment... I think that's really kind of the test mm-hmm. of, I mean, because I think we talk to each other mm-hmm. in the heat of the moment differently than we talk to each other when we're not in the heat of the moment, mm-hmm. right? Yeah, sometimes. I mean, sometimes we still Yeah, I guess we, <laughs> we don't still say. Yeah. yeah. But I think that that's where, you know, I think that that's kind of a test. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think so too. I do. Of, is if you can give into the moment and let the moment control you. what you say yeah uh-huh. if you're fighting that if you're like oh my gosh this feels so good but i don't want to say anything because that's weird or uncomfortable you're prudish yeah just say it yeah let it out yeah let your i, th- I think ver- verbal communication during sex makes it that much better. that much hotter yeah if you're just quiet and and it's just you know bumping and grinding noises with no communication i think Uh that's weird yeah you know i know yeah i mean but i think the 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 funny thing about that is though is like like when you watch porn Mm -hmm. you don't want to hear the guy and the girl talking to each other yeah that's true you just but when you when you're actually doing it you want that interaction yeah isn't that weird i know i I don't know yeah i mean and maybe it's just us Mm -hmm. too because cause we like that. I mean, we like the... But who... I don't know. I was going to say, who wouldn't like it? Right. <laughs> like, again, when you are in that moment, that heat of the moment, and you're like... It, everything is just feeling so wonderful. And then, you know, it just makes it that much better. Mm-hmm. And I think that when you feel... <laughs> I think that you should just let it all out when, whenever you 
feel the urge to say something mm-hmm. because it's gonna it's gonna make you feel better. It will, I think. And, and I think that that goes back to: Are you having good enough sex to hit that point, though? Mm-hmm. Because I mean, if, if you look at it like, you know, if you go if you go to if you go to a concert of a band you absolutely love and you want to sing along, even if you're the worst singer in the world, mm-hmm. you can't help but sing along. You feel safe. It's loud. Nobody can hear your shit voice. Yeah. And so you just sing at the top of your lungs and, and your neck veins are popping out and you're having a blast singing along with the band. But if you go to some shitty cover band that's playing the same music, you may tap your foot a little bit and you may kind of, you know, sing it under your breath a little bit. But, but you're, you're not, not going to really be releasing it. it. And that's, that's kind of a, the, yeah, the, that's the comparison true. that you're looking at, you know. That's a good analogy. If, if you're having mind-blowing sex, there's no thought about holding it in. It just comes out. You, you can't help it. There's that's not. That's true. There's no, I've never second... I've thought about what I've said after Afterwards, sex. I'm yeah. like, what the fuck was I thinking? Why did I say that? <laughs> yeah. That makes no sense whatsoever, you know. Or, but I'm like, that's hot. Yeah. But <laughs> in, the, in the moment, you don't think about it. Yeah. You don't think about, you know, how dumb it's going to sound uh-huh. or how, how, you know, odd it is to say that. You don't mm-hmm. think, when you're having really, truly mind-blowing sex, it just comes out. Mm-hmm. And, and I think that you can, you have to almost be... You have to at least be sexually experienced enough with partners to know good from bad, mm-hmm. to be able to even establish that gauge. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, so I, I think that's that's kind of another another key thing that you tend to see in people is, um, you know, limited partners tend to have a much smaller window of what's hot, what's allowed, what's yeah sexually exploratory and Uh what's not and so i think outside of that bubble that's where like oh look at all these people that are freaks they talk during sex that's weird they have the lights on during sex that's weird yeah you know they see each other naked that's weird i know they have sex in the shower (laughs) you know whatever so it's just like the shower is the place where you clean why would you get dirty in there you know (laughs) so i think they tend to have a different perspective yeah of that yeah um but I think to truly appreciate mind-blowing sex, you had to have had crappy sex. Crappy sex too. Yeah, I guess that's true. But I don't know. I mean, I think that there's. I don't know. Maybe, maybe I think that you could probably still have mind-blowing sex with one partner, the partner that you've. Yeah, are you having multiple orgasms every time you have sex? Yeah. I think there would be certain things that's like, that you would here's have how to, to know you're having mind-blowing sex uh-huh. if you've had limited amount of partners. Yeah. These things fall into place. Are you doing A, B, C, D, and E? Are these happening to you every time, you know? Mm-hmm. And if the answer is no, no, no. Sorry. Sorry to burst your bubble. It ain't, it ain't mind-blowing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Well, so, I, I think that um, even... So, I don't, I don't like it, or I get mad, or you even tease me when you even pretend to say that you're gonna, like, masturbate. Right. And, um, and that's just because of our relationship and the way we are, and I'm like, well, why would you masturbate if I can take care of you? Right. Like... And I, I think even as you're saying this, people don't understand what you're saying. 
I am married to a woman (laughs) that I, if I even joke with her that, hey, I'm going to, what are we doing? All right, I'm going to hop in the shower and rub one out. She gets mad. Mm -hmm. She's like, why would you do that without me? (laughs) And I think that there's plenty of women out there that are like, I would give anything if my husband would just go jerk off. That means I don't have to deal with him. Yeah. Well, lucky me. (laughs) Luck of the Irish. (laughs) Right? (laughs) My pot of gold over here. At the end of my sexual rainbow, <laughs> actually would blow a gasket if I ever did that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And I think that, that, that that's just something that, that is so funny, especially when I look at my, at my last marriage, where I, I would never believe that from the time we started dating over 10 years ago now, that I would have masturbated zero times over 10 years because my wife wouldn't allow that (laughs) and not that don't do that that's inappropriate it's well let's just have sex (laughs) don't don't do that Uh, i'll take care of you yeah and it's not like something i threaten where i'm like if you don't have sex with me i'm gonna rub one out (laughs) it's it's literally just a big joke in the house yeah and so i think that even saying that there's people that are like no that there he's full of shit there's Mm -hmm. no way and you can think that yeah if you want to justify your sexless marriage yeah with that that's fine i was there that's how i was in my in my my last marriage i i was you know rubbing one out constantly because she didn't want to have sex yeah so you find the right partner. I know. Yeah. You ain't got to deal with that shit. Yeah. Why would there be a need? I know. Exactly. Yeah. And so, yeah, we have this whole little running thing. Running where, gag. Yeah. yeah. That Seth is like, I'm, oh, I'm going to take a shower real quick. Oh, I'll take care of that. You don't have to worry about it later, yeah. babe. I'm like, shut up. Like, are you in the mood yeah. tonight? Because if you're not, I'll just go and take care of it now. Yeah. And then, like, you get attitude about it. I'll be like, it. rude. Yeah. Why are you doing that? Why, you do Why that? would you do that? Yeah. Or, like, you'll come back and be like, well, you were gone. You were gone to the store for a while, so I took care of business. Yeah. You're like, why would you do that? <laughs> He's oh, a brat. But uh, speaking of masturbating, though, I think even the word masturbating mm-hmm. is just uncomfortable ew, for people. Ew, huh. No, ew, why would you say that? Don't say yeah. that. And it is a weird word, though. Masturbating, I guess. Masturbating. Yeah. I don't know who came up with that. I wonder who did, huh? And why? Yeah. Like, why that word? Yeah. But just, yeah, the thought of it or anything, if you if you think that that is gross or weird, I, we think that you are a prude. Mm-hmm. I don't, but I don't, <laughs> I don't want you masturbating <laughs> for a different reason, though, you know? Right. <laughs> uh, like I said, the moaning stuff, I think that, with moaning too, that I mean, we we talked about the you know talking dirty during sex and all mm-hmm. that, but and um, I touched on the moaning part, but I think that being able to release and actually you know moan if you feel if it feels good, mm-hmm. you should be able to do that. Well, if you're not moaning, moaning should be even an easier step than talking. Uh huh. Oh, if yeah. If you're not talking, oh, you should at least yeah. be making Some grunts kind of and noise. moans. Yeah. And sounds like that. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. But if you're not... Yeah. You, you're the only time you shouldn't be is if, like, you're doing it somewhere where you don't want other people to hear you. 
Yeah, that's true. And I then know. sometimes that can be hot. That's too. what I was gonna say. <laughs> I was gonna say the same thing. Yeah. Why are you making? You can't make so much noise. Uh huh. Like I'm trying to be quiet. Right. <laughs> um. Uh. So you remember when we? Uh. I I think I was. I think we were on a flight or something, and I was listening to another podcast, and it was another marriage podcast, and I was like rolling my eyes, shaking my head, and I was like, oh my gosh, you've got to hear this. So uh, it was that couple, and they were like saying how they can't watch, I think maybe it was Game of Thrones or something. Oh, because of- yeah. He can't watch anything that's, it's a religious podcast. Mm-hmm. Everybody probably knows who we're talking about yeah. if you listen to other marriage podcasts. But he's so... He can't see any temptation at all, so mm-hmm. they can't even watch shows with scantily clad women or even simulated sex or not even like Game of Thrones, like just regular network television where sex is implied. Yeah. It's like, no, I can't watch that. Yeah, I know. I don't think I would consider that a prude, though. But I think, I think that she, she is. is. Yeah. Yeah. But I think that not being able to watch stuff like that like Mm -hmm. it doesn't even have to be hardcore porn i mean we watched game of thrones thinking that there was gonna be we we heard because everyone about it It was like oh my gosh it's just sex and and wieners everywhere and it's like no it's not no have you ever seen spartacus if you want to watch an actual cable show with actual sex and and dicks and stuff (laughs) in it spartacus yeah Uh game of thrones had nothing on that show no so i was just or at least the first season of spartacus anyway yeah. And uh-huh. so we were like, uh, kind of disappointed. <laughs> that there wasn't all kinds like, of sex. This isn't as sexy as I thought it was going to be. I know. Well, it's funny because I think Especially after that, like, the first season. I think that we even like didn't want to watch it with your mother oh, because, yeah, because of that. Everybody had said such awful things about, yeah. or such things about there being so much sex. And uh-huh. it was like, that wasn't that much sex. Yeah. yeah. I know. Yeah. Not at all. But... Uh, and if you're saying, what are you talking about? Yeah. There was so much sex in Game of Thrones. You prude. Yeah, not at all. Mm. Yeah, there was not There was not a lot of... We didn't think there was anyway. I mean, there was a little bit, but not like... Like the first sex scene you actually see is like what a brother and a sister doing. Which yeah. is like, nothing hot about that. I know. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, but if you are... Because I even think... I remember like... Uh, seeing like the Cinemax mm-hmm. movies, and Skinemax, stuff. yeah, like late at night yeah, or whatever. Skinemax after dark. Yeah, yeah. And like I remember one time, oh my gosh, my grandma was watching us, and my parents were out of town somewhere, and I, I think I was in high school, but she was, uh, my grandma was over making sure we weren't gonna do anything bad, and so then uh, we just, my grandma like would she still does stay up super super late Mm -hmm. and um and so like we're just like buzzing through the channels and all of a sudden like the this uh she goes by cinemax and like these boobs are bouncing and this girl's like doing something i was like oh my gosh graham like what are you doing Yeah. yeah it was funny but um that's different and she was all <laughs> yeah, yeah. she's so freaking funny <laughs> but uh 
But that's different to get embarrassed around your grandparents. Yeah, that make you rude. That makes you human. Yeah, than your partner or, mm -hmm. I guess, just getting embarrassed. Period. Period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, what What do you think about like? Do you think like sex names? Like what are sex names? Like names for like like King Leonidas? Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, like like for your parts, you know. Um, I don't think that that I don't know. I think that the the sex pet names is just kind of corny. I've always thought it was thought corny. that that was just this kind of corny. Um, yeah. So I don't think that if you don't do that, it's not a prude or you're not prude. But I do think that if you come up with like a weird quirky name for it to not like. <clears throat> say cock and pussy because you're uncomfortable if you're like you know that's uh you know whatever we're, we're gonna call it a popeye and olive oil because i don't like those words you know whatever like that's just <laughs> stupid yeah. you know it's like if you're coming up with a pet name to avoid mm -hmm. saying you know the sexual names for him mm -hmm. then yeah I think that if you constantly refer to it as penis and vagina too, you're kind of oh, approved. yeah, that's weird. That's just, I couldn't even imagine like. Well, no, you, but you like because you, you joke about that kind of stuff. Yeah. Like, what do you what do you say? You say like, you say this. I don't ever say it. When no, we're not we're sex, not we're like, doing it. But you, I'll you joke go, with you. You go. What if I said this during sex yeah. or oh, something? My penis feels so good in your vaginal canal. <laughs> Like, there's nothing hot about no, that at all. No. At all. No. Huh, and huh. so, I don't even... So, but, but I think that people that use, like, the correct vernacular, I think mm -hmm. that's... that To me, that's kind of odd. I'm like, why Why would you say that? Yeah, there's, it's kind of odd, but it's... But is it prudish, though? Or is it just weird? No. I don't, I don't think they're it's just kind of. They're just kind of odd. I think it's dorky. I think, yeah. like, you're sexually dorky. Yeah. I know. If you say that. Mm -hmm. What does the female vagina look like? <laughs> you know, so, so I, I don't know. But I, I think that there's, yeah, I, I don't think that that necessarily makes you, like I said, I do think that if you, if you're coming up with a, a fake name to avoid saying those things, I think that makes you prude though. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. Mm -hmm. If you're like, I don't call it, then I'm like, don't call it that, call it this, mm -hmm. you know, or, or something. I know. Mm -hmm. Because I think that, well, I know, I know that a lot of women don't like, don't like certain words though. Like mm -hmm. they wouldn't want it. They wouldn't want you to call it their pussy. They would like to call it. Yeah. What would they want to call it? Their flower or something. Their whispering eye. <laughs> their whispering eye. Yeah. <laughs> well, I guess that would be my question. What? What would you want a guy to refer to it as? Or is it don't refer to it as anything? Mm -hmm. You know? Mm -hmm. yeah. And I, I don't mean just in natural conversation. I, I get it where, like, I get it where, like, like I said, I think in the moment you, you're, you should be allowed to say more explicit things. Mm -hmm. I get it if you're like, when we're just casually conversing, I don't ever want you to call it pussy mm -hmm. i don't ever say that mm -hmm. but i'm not talking about that. i'm talking like in the heat of the moment what what would you want a guy to say oh my gosh your special flower feels so good <laughs> i mean that's I know. so stupid <laughs> yeah you know i mean yeah. what what would you want 
what would you want them to call it? Uh-huh. You know? If you're one of those people, let me know. I'm, I'm very curious as to what 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 you would want your private parts called in the heat of the moment and what you would call your partner's mm-hmm. private parts. I know. Because that's Yeah, because you don't even have to have names for it, honestly. Yeah. It, it is, I think that... What do you refer to it as? Yeah. Not even like a pet name, I'm just saying. Right, right, exactly. Uh-huh. What do you refer to it as? You yeah, know? yeah. Um, I remember there was this other podcast that we listened to and she didn't like the word cock and she said the only white girls say the word cock and the other girls say dick say dick yeah i think cock's more threatening than dick yeah i know i don't know i i like cock better than dick You know, I don't know. It just feels more powerful or something than dick, dick, you know, I don't know. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I think anytime that there's an actual person named after that, it loses its power. Yeah. You know, I know. And you're not going to meet a dude named cock, Mm -hmm. you know? Well, okay. And and, and like, cause you could call a dude a dick. You're like, you dick. Like well, we, you we watched that, that swear word. If you guys have not seen the history oh, of swear man. words yeah. on Netflix, Netflix with Nicolas Cage, it's freaking hilarious. But oh, they do so a whole good. episode on the word dick. Yeah. And how versatile the word is. Uh-huh. You know. But, so, I mean, I guess, so, like, with the word dick, yeah, like, a, you know, you can use it. Like, you jerk, you dick. You can't ever call, like, when you're mad at somebody, you can't call somebody, oh, you dick sucker. It's cocksucker. I know. But... You, but you wouldn't necessarily call someone a cock either. Oh, you cock. Yeah, you would. You would? Yeah. I, I think would. people in other countries do too. Really? Yeah. Oh, I don't, I don't know. I guess I wouldn't. I just say dick. Yeah. Maybe that's why. Maybe because I like dick. I like to use dick in a different As way. As a derogatory, derogatory term. Yeah. Like, uh, you fucker. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. yeah. See, you don't, I don't think you really even, I guess you, I think you usually say that. You're like, you fucker. You don't really. I, mean, I guess I've heard you call somebody like you dick, mm-hmm. but it's it's not that often. Yeah, I guess that's true. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I like cock. <laughs> <laughs> but um, uh, where what the heck was I? Where you were talking I? about sex names. Yeah, um, but I think that yeah, it just like that that the, the woman how she was like. She doesn't like the word cock. She likes the word dick. Mm-hmm. And the. You, well, I'm not going to split hairs about that. Yeah. I, I know. That, I guess I either that way. You're, it's you're like, okay. Yeah. I got you. Either way. I'm do another pickle back. Oh, okay. But I think that. Um, I, I know that certain people have their own little things that they like to say better than others. And I, yeah, you're right. It's not like one makes you prude and one makes you not prude but i just thought it was kind of funny hearing that that i've never heard that that only white, white girls, girls say, say cock say cock yeah i guess i've just never really thought about that me either until until she said that yeah. i was like huh do they well you're not, you're not a white girl <laughs> i'm not a white girl but um uh that would be i wonder culturally what what everybody says i know I'm curious. I know. I know. I know. know. We should do a poll in our group. Do you like the word cock or dick better? 
<laughs> oh yeah, we'd have to come up with more. No, I know. More options too. Yeah. Uh-huh. Oh, that's the other thing. Anytime you do a poll on Facebook, you can't just give two choices because you're gonna get the assholes that are like, you know, they pick an option that's not out there. Yeah, I know. But I think that it's fun though to to get put those types of things out there because most of the time when people can give their opinion they're going to Mm -hmm. so um it's nice to to at least get the engagement from it because people people are so opinionated everybody is and yeah anytime you're like share your opinion on this yeah guaranteed Uh people just can't wait yeah (laughs) chomping at the bit to Mm -hmm. to share their opinions um i think that like I I wonder like when when if if like it starts out when you're younger or whatever you starting to become the prude or whatever like if <clears throat> what causes it Yeah cuz like I I'm thinking about nudity and stuff and like yeah me well, and my me and my sister we took a bath we took a bath together, but we took a shower with my mom when we were little. Mm-hmm. And it was like, no big deal. You know, like, that's just, that's our yeah. mom. And yeah, we saw her boobs. You know, we saw her badge. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, it, it wasn't a big deal. That's just how we grew up. Mm-hmm. But <clears throat> I think that, like, other people are more private. Mm-hmm. And they don't, they don't have the same experiences that I did. Yeah. And so I don't know if that causes somebody to to become more squeamish yeah, towards like nudity. No. I mean I, I think that I mean I, I was I was raised pretty much the same way, but anything outside of, of that was very, very inappropriate. And I'm not prude. Mm-hmm. And so I think that you, I think you can have someone that was, I, I, I don't know. I, I, it's hard to say how, you know, how someone was raised would, would predicate what they're comfortable with. Because mm-hmm. I think that there's such thing as being overexposed where they're like, oh my gosh, yeah. I took, I took showers with my dad till I was 14 and it was weird, mm-hmm. you know. <laughs> there's mm-hmm. there's got to be like an age limit really pre-puberty mm-hmm. where you have to stop that mm-hmm. you you can't be doing it as you get older and so i think that there's probably an oversaturation of it that just turns people off i think that there's you know there's of course the extreme of a of a a a horrible you know sexual experience or abuse or something like that that mm-hmm. creates that um but those things aside i'm not really sure what what exposure level or underexposure <clears throat> would would be i think that a lot of it is probably derived by your natural curiosity that you have of mm-hmm. that. And I think that some people would try to argue and say that, you know, well, th- this kid over here, he was really, he really sought after porn when he was 12 or 13 because his parents didn't let him see anything. But then there's that theory that, well, if you let him see everything, they're not going to want to, you know, sneak around and see it. But I think that that just kind of, creates a little desensitization so i think there has to be this balance balance. of yeah we can't let a child be exposed to everything but Mm -hmm. at the same time you can't completely shelter them from everything Mm -hmm. so what's what's really the balance and i think that that's where you know especially in the religious community when you hear these 
these women and these men talk about, I'm addicted to porn, and it's like, well, they, they literally treat it like a drug. Like, any exposure to it is the same as sitting down with a crack pipe and a lighter. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, it's okay in moderation, yeah. just like crack. <laughs> just joking. <laughs> right. Just a little bit of crack is okay. No. Um, but I think that, that that's where they, they really think that any exposure is overexposure. Mm-hmm. And and we just don't have that philosophy that mm-hmm. there is that there 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 has to be a level you'll know you're overexposed when you're desensitized to it. Mm-hmm. That's yeah, what I think. That's true. Uh, that that's what I that's what I really think the gauge is. And unfortunately, I don't know how to tell you you're there mm-hmm. without you pushing it too far. Mm-hmm. You know, I think that. But then I think on the other other side, if you haven't been exposed to it at all, it's it's like you know, tasting a brand new style of food or cuisine that you've never had before. Mm-hmm. I mean, if you've never been to the Middle East and had, you know goat and things like that it would be shocking to have somebody throw a plate down mm-hmm. with you know goat balls on it you know mm-hmm. like, what the fuck is this yeah they've just never been exposed to it and so i think that that's where you know that you have to kind of find that balance and i think some people they don't they won't find that balance until they're an adult and then you you have to kind of be open to it of of seeing what you and not be afraid of how it makes you feel Mm-hmm. If you if you are hesitant about <clears throat> watching porn and you start watching it and it's exciting, that's okay. That's kind of the point. Yeah. You know, that doesn't mean you need to be ashamed and and all that. And I think that's where, you know, it kind of just ties into the you know, the the religious communities really try to teach you that in any any sexual feeling you have is wrong. I know. And I I just don't agree with that mm-hmm. at all. Yeah, I yeah. think that there's just so much of that stuff that's that's very very normal, mm-hmm. and I know that there there are people going back to what I was saying about your your natural curiosity. That's another thing that's relative. There, you know, there, I was one of those kids that I hit a certain age, and I was I don't know if I'd say obsessed, but I I just was very very curious about women, mm-hmm. just not to a dangerous point or anything like that. And not like inappropriate with the girls I went to school with, but very, very curious about it. And I knew that there was other kids that that weren't, and there were other boys that kind of felt pressured to act like they were. Um, and, and so I think that, you know, I'm, I think that that really kind of is where that is formed. But I, I think it really is based on who you are as a person. Mm-hmm. You know. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. And so uh, mm-hmm. I don't know. I, I don't know if there's. And once again, it's there is no definitive answer to it. Right. I know. And there, and there, and there and is be, not going to be. And period. because there's not, you can't say, "Well, this is acceptable and this isn't." Mm-hmm. Yeah. Unless it's us making fun of people being prude. Yeah, then, then, I know. But if you do get, I mean, if you get uncomfortable being uh, seeing someone naked or being naked around your partner. Mm-hmm. I would say that you're definitely prudish. Right. And like we've said before, you need to be comfortable around your partner with everything. Yeah. Everything. I mean, I had roles and I was overweight and did not, probably shouldn't, well, I don't know. 
that, yeah, I get. I was gonna say shouldn't have felt good about myself, <laughs> but um, I guess I didn't feel good about myself except for, uh, other than when I was with you, right? And I felt comfortable. Mm-hmm. That was the thing. It was like you made me, you made me comfortable enough to where I didn't have those insecurities anymore, right? And I could just let it let loose and let it out mm-hmm. and enjoy myself right (laughs) um without judgment but i think that that really goes back to the The trust trust. thing i know Mm -hmm. i i think that that's really where a lot of it's rooted in Mm -hmm. you want to do this shot we're gonna do another pickleback real quick yeah Mm. so good Mm. yeah they're really good i love them Mm-hmm. How much pickle juice we got? I know, huh? Yeah, I, I could do multiple of those. Yeah, they're so good. All right. <clears throat> um, what other prudish behaviors do we have? Do you think that, like, when guys... Do you think that guys ever get uncomfortable with... I mean, I know that we said that most of this is going to be women. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, I, I do. Yeah, I think for sure. But do you think, like... Do you think guys, like, get uncomfortable buying condoms or anything like that? Or do you think that guys are always like proud and like no 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 i i i think that there i think that there's guy i think there's guys that can be as equally uncomfortable with everything we've talked about as women i just think it tends to favor more women, women. but i think that there's guys <laughs> that that don't want to talk about sex they're obviously not comfortable with their bodies they're probably embarrassed to buy you know condoms and go into the porn shops and mm-hmm. and yeah i think that i think that definitely applies to both sexes i don't i don't think it's exclusive to women i just think that it's more it leans so. more towards the women. Yeah, yeah. That have those. Mm-hmm. I think guys, women aren't. Women don't go through what guys go through when they're growing up. Nobody. Other girls typically won't make fun of another girl because, you know, I'll give a weird example. Like no, um, do they still even make like I'm so out of touch with like <laughs> oh, magazines? Do they still make like Playgirl? I don't know, honestly. I don't know. I mean, do kids just get that stuff on their phone now? Probably. Okay. Well, I'll, I'll try they to... They probably do. They probably... I'll try I to don't update know. that. I don't know. It's weird, though. Yeah. I don't think that... As a guy, I think that a group of boys could be like, oh, check out this, check out this naked chick spread eagle. Mm-hmm. And if the guy's like, you know, guys, that's so inappropriate. The other guys would be like, are you gay? What's mm-hmm. wrong with you? Why do you not want to see that? I don't think that that same experience happens to women. Yeah. I don't think a girl would be like, "Oh, hey, look at look at this look at this this dude spread eagle with his cock in his hand." Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, most girls wouldn't be like, "Ooh, let me see." Like, not like how boys would be like, "Let me see, give me the phone, let me see, let me yeah. give me the phone about the girl." Well, because even like when I remember you telling me that like when you were in middle school and stuff, you that boys were like. Showing each other their pubic hairs and yep, I got hair on my balls. Yeah, like look, yeah. look at my balls, and it's like, and girls would never do that. We yeah. we never, at least I, the girls that I grew up with, we never did that. And I don't think that I think most girls mm-hmm. don't do that. And I don't know if girls are just more reserved with that stuff or what. Yeah. And does that make us prudish, like, from the beginning, you know, of our 
becoming a a young woman, you mm-hmm. know? Well, <clears throat> boys don't really go through this this same type of... Every girl is forced to have a conversation with an adult about her changing body. Mm-hmm. Because it changes. It really yeah, does change. Because there's actual legitimate questions and concerns and steps that have to be taken to manage that changing body. Yeah. Boys aren't. Yeah, that's true. And so I think boys are just kind of left to their own vices mm-hmm. and left to their own interpretations and influence from other kids a year or two older than them that experienced it first and that's you know as a boy a 12 or 13 year old kid would rather hear from a 14 or 15 year old kid about what they went through than their 35 year old dad mm-hmm. and girls won't uh, girls don't like it to, to hear it from anybody though yeah honestly i think that uh like but, and so yeah i think i think <clears throat> guys are at that age guys are so ignorant they're just ignorance is bliss, so they're comfortable talking about it mm-hmm. with each other. Yeah, yeah. And girls like <clears throat> like the show Pin Fifteen. Yeah. When <laughs> that oh, yeah, was they're like, embarrassed to tell each other. That was yeah, the yeah, yeah. that was one of the best or funniest episodes mm-hmm. of that show. And yeah, the, oh, and if you remember, the boys, th- the three boys, are sitting there watching porn together. Oh, together, yeah. yeah. And then like the girl walks in on the boys, and mm-hmm. she's like, "Ugh, girls are perverts. Yeah, pervs." Yeah. And, but then, like, yeah, the friend is super embarrassed that she's having these feelings and actually wanting to explore masturbate. Yeah. And, and then eventually, you know, she tells her friend and she's like, oh, yeah, I do it too, or whatever. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't happen very often where you do tell your, even your best friend, yeah. like, this is what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like, because it's, to us, to us girls, it's it's embarrassing, and I yeah. don't I don't know why. I don't know. You why know, either. I don't know like what makes us feel like it's so bad, right? Really, but we do, and I think most of us do that. Most mm-hmm. of us are like, Ugh. and then we make each other feel bad about it. That's even worse. Oh yeah, because like I remember like hearing about friends and stuff that would like do stuff like um with the bathtub and all that and like with the shower nozzle and stuff? yeah oh, and yeah. that that the, that's what they would <clears throat> do to like masturbate and and we would all like hate on that like yeah oh, you weirdo why are you trying to get yourself <laughs> off but <laughs> but i think that girls just freaking girls are mean about it kind mm-hmm. of and well, they're really judgmental. Judgy. Yeah, I was gonna say they're way more judgy about stuff. I think more girls project. Mm-hmm. Of, well, I do the same thing too, but if I if I admit it, what everybody think of me? So I'll just make fun of this person for yeah. it. Yeah, and I don't think, oddly enough, guys aren't like that. And then if you think, and then if you you do say that you do that, everyone thinks that you're a hoe or. Which is so weird. Yeah. Like, oh, you 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 flick the bean. It means you're a hoe. Yeah. No. You know, I know. know. Yeah, I know. That's funny. I don't know, but I think that girls kind of become be. I think girls do it. We all do it to ourselves Mm -hmm. about the being prudish. Yeah, and just embrace it. Well, I I think for for a girl, it's it's kind of this natural progression. I think they start on the same path that a guy does. There becomes this natural curiosity, and and the guys are encouraged by their peers mm-hmm. to 
explore and tell their stories and share about what they're doing and you know show each other their their new hair on their balls or whatever it is that they yeah. do and and women start to experience it and then they're stifled and then it's like no you don't talk about that that's that's something that's private that's something that's that's special that's not you know and so you take someone that probably wasn't going to be a prude and now you just made them a prude and then, i know then they have to move past that and age and then begin to feel comfortable with themselves much later in life mm-hmm. most guys don't like hit this i'm 21 and i'm i'm finally getting comfortable with my body and my own sexuality they, they went through that seven years ago yeah but i think women start to go through it and then they're told not to and the, the, once funny. they kind of get free they're like okay well now i can express myself yeah that's funny though like because it because women and girls are definitely more advanced and more um uh, more mature Mm -hmm. than dudes in most ways right but sexually i think that girls kind of hold themselves back yeah in the beginning and then they but I think, oddly enough, the age that girls lose their virginity is younger than boys. But I think that's because most guys date girls younger than them. That's true. Yeah. Initially. Uh-huh. So I think most girls that lose their virginity at, you know, you know, if a boy's average loss of virginity is 16 and a girl's is 14, mm-hmm. it's because that 14-year-old was dating a 16-year-old. Yeah. Not uh-huh. because there's 14-year-old boys in her class giving it to her. Yeah. I know, but even then, the that girl that just lost her virginity by her friends is considered a hoe. Yeah, so she's not going to tell anybody. Uh huh. Or she'll tell one girl, and then that girl tells everybody. Else. Yeah. So she'll tell her best friend a secret, and the best friend stabs her. Oh yeah. Uh-huh. And now she's a hoe. Yeah. Yeah. I know. Yeah. Girls are bitches, man. I know they're little backstabbing bitches. Yeah, yeah for yeah. sure. <laughs> Jeez. Um. Like, I, but <laughs> I was thinking, like, about um, growing up or and and being a, a young woman and having to take care of myself down there mm-hmm. and like being a, being comfortable. Like, um, I'm trying to think of the word, like shaving or just um making sure that maintaining maintaining my my vaginal area (laughs) that it's okay and i think that some people get like really uncomfortable with that too Mm -hmm. and um and if you now that's one thing though that i was thinking because like i think that that you could be comfortable taking care of that all of that down there yourself, mm-hmm. but when it comes to someone else, like waxing everything for you mm-hmm. and all that, I think that it, you could become uncomfortable. But it, would you still I be? I don't think that makes you prude. You, you don't think that makes you no, prude? I don't think so at all. Yeah, if, if you're comfortable, like, waxing yourself or shaving yourself and taking care of your taint, uh-huh. why would you ask a total stranger? I mean, who wouldn't feel weird? Like, wax this area right here yeah. for me. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, 
Um, I, I we were watching uh, that it was that Christmas movie, the bad, Dirty Mom or Bad, bad, bad Mom's, Mom's Christmas. Christmas, yeah, and like how she's like waxing the dude's mm-hmm. um, butthole and all that, and and she's like, I see, I see pussy every day and all this, yeah. And I, I know that those women see that, but, like, even even me, that I don't consider myself a prude, I think that I would just feel kind of awkward. Mm-hmm. And, like, oh, okay. I mean, I, I, I don't know. It's their job. It's their, their professional or mm-hmm. whatever. But I just still... You know, as professionals they are, they still go home like, oh my gosh, you should have seen the train wreck of a pussy that came into my shop today. I know! Maybe that's... <laughs> I, I, I mean, I guess I wouldn't... I, I think it's funny because we... Because of our professional careers, uh-huh. we know how unprofessional the most professional people oh, can get. Oh, yeah. That's And I think that true. that's why. I think, mm-hmm. I think the general public wants to believe that when, you know, those people... Oh, they're professional. They don't... They see this every day. They, they, they don't want to think about that person going home or going back to their coworkers and making fun of you. And it 100% happens. Oh, yeah. And that's, that's what's does. so funny about it. Is yeah. it's, it's an inside joke on this side of the curtain uh-huh. that, you know, that they're making fun of you. I mean, I'd, in the medical oh. stuff, I don't know how many nurses I heard making fun of somebody's dick size yeah. or, you know, making fun of whatever conundrum they got into or how some girl smelled or something. And, and that patient is like, oh, well, they're very professional. It's like, they're professional you. Yeah. But everybody else behind the curtain, you were the laughing stock. Yeah, they're still going to tell us. Yeah, you're the joke in the story it. we tell whenever we have drinks with other people. <laughs> You know, yeah, and know. and so, but I think that that's where I know now know. we're making people feel like super self conscious, yeah. but I mean it really does happen, and you are absolutely that's right. right. <laughs> like, yeah. oh, thanks for coming in, y'all. We can take care of that, and they walk by through the door, and you're like, oh my god, yeah. Did you hear why they came in? You know, it's yeah. Not- oh yeah. Oh man, the stories, mm-hmm. the stories from working in an emergency room yeah. are like endless. But I think that, like, uh, because uh, I remember even, <laughs> even having someone, uh, and he, he was, like, he was pretty professional, I guess. Like, he, maybe not professional, but he wouldn't have been a person that I would have thought even would have said that. He mm-hmm. would, he, yes, he presented himself as professional, <laughs> but, like, Talking about, because he was a, a, oh gosh, anesthesiologist Mm. tech. Mm -hmm. And so he would help the anesthesiologist and like hearing about, you know, people farting and, um, and just making fun of those little things. Like even the most professional person is going to. Yeah. To talk some tell shit. the story. Yeah, yeah. uh huh, for sure. <laughs> um, but I think that, but yeah, like, being at least you should be able to take care of yourself down there. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, you should at least be comfortable with your own body. <laughs> yeah, I mean, if you're not even comfortable with that, that's probably the biggest key sign. Uh huh. Yeah. You know. The yeah, you should be able to to shave or or wax yourself, 
and be good with it. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, another thing that I wanted to bring up though is um, is sexting. I know we talked about like mm-hmm. talking dirty during during actual sex, but I think that people that that can't sext each other, mm-hmm. I think that they're yeah, I would they're prudes. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I think, yeah. I mean, yeah. It, it's one thing to want to vocally verbalize it in the heat of the moment or face-to-face, but if you can't even do it hiding behind your own phone, that's pretty. Yeah. You know. I know. You're pretty prudish. Uh-huh. I know. Yeah. Because it's fun. And I, I think that we've we've uh, we've said it before, like in another episode, that you could... To to spice things up mm-hmm. and and get your sex life, you know, going good, to be able to to sex each other. Right. It's it's something fun. It's flirty and it's flirty. It's it's kind of a weird version of foreplay. Mm-hmm. It's you know, it's yeah, it's fun. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I think that's all I have, though. Did yeah. you have anything else to add? No, I don't think so. I think. Two picklebacks and a drink and our our other shot for the video and Oh shoot. Jeez. I'm hungry. I'm ready to wrap up recording and eat. Okay. Yeah. And I hope everybody has a I don't know, are people gonna celebrate St. Patty's Day midweek? Some people will. Oh yeah. People will. Yeah. For sure. Mm-hmm. When it falls on a Wednesday, you never know. Do you celebrate it the weekend before or the weekend after? I know. Yeah, because you can't right celebrate in the of the on week. Wednesday. Uh huh. Yeah. I mean, we love St. Patty's Day. It's fun. Mm-hmm. We always have a good time. We always record on Wednesday, so. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. I think we may do. We have. We may have to do another. I don't mind wearing green and doing the St. Patty's thing all month. I know. And so, yeah. maybe next week we still do another mm-hmm. St. Patty's thing. Yeah. yeah. Sounds good to me. Yeah. Okay. All right. Well, as always, thank you all for listening. Don't forget to subscribe to our YouTube channel. Like us on Facebook. Follow us on Instagram, rate and review us on iTunes, and listen to us wherever you listen to your podcast, and we'll talk to you next week. Thanks.